0: Hey there, hi, it's me, Celeste, co-founder and CEO of Dewdrop. We're getting this podcast started. For our first episode, we get to chat with Dr. Mona Vand, one of my favorite health and wellness influencers. In her past life, Dr. Mona was a doctor of pharmacy, and she's used this knowledge through the content she creates for Instagram and YouTube. Dr. Mona has a special way of making health and wellness interesting and relatable, and not to mention chic. She was so kind to catch up with us while we were all under lockdown a couple weeks ago. We hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Mona. I've been following you for a while now. You're really one of the only people out there who comes with some expertise and also knows how to relay that expertise uh, in a way that is relatable.
1: I love that. I mean, that's exactly what I try to do is just make it like try to teach. Cause I feel like when you understand it, it helps you remember it and like connect to it, but also make it where it's not like you're reading a, like a citation or a study where you just kind of understand it enough to get it.
0: Right. Just to get the, the, points, right? Uh, I
1: think think, when you understand how something works, you kind of, you're like, oh, it motivates you more to do it. And you just, I just feel like it makes the whole process a little easier.
0: So first tell us about your background and how you ended up becoming a wellness influencer.
1: I went to pharmacy school. I spent six years getting my doctorate and then I worked as a pharmacist for eight years. But the first day of the first year I hated it and realized that I had to do something else. I, I was like, oh my God, this is not for me. I never even realized that I was creative, to be honest, until I got into it and was like, oh my God, doing the same thing every day for my whole life and never having anything to grow to, that's what scared me. So for a few years, I kind of like job hopped and was like, maybe it's just a job environment. Then I realized um, I wanted to, because Dr. Oz was really big then and like all of our moms were obsessed with Dr. Oz and I was like, (laughs) okay, maybe I can do that. And blogging was very new then. And so I just had this idea to kind of combine the two. I was like, I can be kind of like the medical pharmacy expert, but also tied into beauty and wellness and have a little bit of an expertise to it. So all the trials and tribulations, I first, I thought that I was going to create this big website and I was going to launch it. And like, everything would come to me and then realize that like, no one really looks at websites that much. And then social media (laughs) was up and coming. And I basically for three and a half years worked, like I worked full time while creating my platform online. It was just every waking hour while I was at work, I would create content. The thing is like I loved it so much that like I was excited. Like on, the, it got to a point where like on the weekends I wanted I would always stay in and work on it, and even like affected some of my friendships where they were just like you know you you never want to go out. And I'm like I I'm so into this project, and it paid off because then finally it turned into a business, and now I do it full time. So I don't work as a pharmacist anymore.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. So did you always want to be a pharmacist? Or what were you like as a kid? Like what led you to that road?
1: In my sixth grade graduation yearbook, it said I wanted to be a pediatrician. I was like, who says that? And you know, that's okay. That's exactly what I wrote. I'm immigrant mm-hmm. parents, like it makes education so important. It's like, you better be a doctor, lawyer, engineer. So I, I remember thinking, um, actually, my mom kind of like, she kind of tricked me a little because she was like, you could go to pharmacy school and then you could do something with like the chemistry of makeup. Like you could use the degree for anything else. And I was like, that's cool. Okay. I, I looked at it as like, maybe I'll apply to med school. Maybe like, I didn't knew what I wanted to do. Then once I finished the six years, I was like, I am done. Like there's no more school for me. So yeah, I liked what I was learning. And I kind of honestly just did it because education was like, there was no other way in my culture. But then found my way to do what I love. Now, at the time, I was like, God, I wasted all these years. I hate what I'm doing. But luckily, found a way to incorporate it. So everything worked out.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I, I, I actually, I relate to that as well, where my parents were both doctors. And I actually went to school for broadcast journalism. Cause... Oh, my God.
1: Wait, can I not interrupt you? But, you know, then yeah. I'm news anchor. No, um, And my mom was like, you're not majoring. in like, she thought it would be like communications, but I'm like, I kind of found my way back to that. That's amazing. That's like what I want. That's
0: so funny. Okay. So I'm sure then both of us had the same thought where it's just like, okay, I want, I like information, <laughs> you know, yeah. I like information. I like when people get the right information. How do I do that without going the full, like going and being an MD, you know, I, For me, that's why I went to broadcast was because, well, if I'm not treating patients just one-on-one, like at the very least, I can tell them what to do or inform people on a mass level, which is what you're totally doing right now. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. Yeah. My parents were not happy. I actually, after college, went to post-bac pre-med and um, it was there where I was like, yeah, I'm, and that's where I found out I was creative. I don't, I I wonder if that's a cultural thing, right? We're creative. Um, it's endeavors. not
1: creative is kind of looked at, not looked down on a little bit, right. At least, right. at least while we were growing up, like I'm sure now the world is a little bit different, but it's very like, oh, that's a hobby. That's not a job.
0: Yeah. I, it's funny because I, so when I went full-time as a creative, um, I named my company well-fed because my parents were like, you're going to starve. <laughs> you're going to do art and you're going to do design work. That's art. Like it's, it's not going gonna- <sighs> to. Feed you. And I was like, no, we're going to eat well. <laughs> well
1: that, that's amazing. My mom told me I was going to work at McDonald's because I got to be like on my work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is an entire other podcast, to be honest with you. It's like, it's just cultural expectations and um, breaking them. Cause it's so, it was honestly, it's not until you get here, like where you're at today, where I'm at today, where other people are proud. yeah, now they're proud. Exactly. But it's
1: okay. You know, we're like, we love them for it because that's all they knew. It was coming from a good Mm -hmm. place. Like we had to prove it to show them like, no, we can be happy and actually be successful.
0: Yeah. It's not like that everywhere. You know, (laughs) I think that we just had to show them something that they could see. So we developed Dewdrop and while we were developing it, you started posting, you posted something about peaches and I was like, this is amazing. It's a beautiful flavor. It has, um, you know, it has its benefits and this is something wow. that we could think about while we're developing this product because really what we wanted to do is just make it easy to be healthier, you know? Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, that's, that's so cool. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. That's literally what influencing is. <laughs> yeah, that's like, I mean, that's this might
1: be one of the most special moments I've heard on feedback because like, like you have this amazing brand now. And that's just really cool. I'm so you. glad you shared that with me and yeah. inspires me to like share more. So thank you for
0: that. Right. You never know who's reading it. And also, yeah. um, and also sometimes I think, I think from my brain, right. Where it's like, I need people to understand the information we're putting out there, especially for stuff like health, and studies and things that are a little more scientific and not as easy to just understand, as many different ways as you can say it, maybe that helps people understand it better.
1: And you know, I think that's just not to sidetrack, but like Mm
0: -hmm.
1: sometimes in this world for anyone else, like who wants to be an influencer or like creator, like it's so easy to compare yourself to people and be like, well, they're doing more. They have, you know, they have a bigger following, they get more engaged. But like, you just never know, like, even if you have a hundred followers, like that one person who could be influenced in like your way of saying it, your, you know, mm-hmm. the way you portray it, how you look at it. So it's just, it's just inspiring to keep putting your message out. because everyone's different.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's just about doing it, you know, and, and mm-hmm. staying on that road. But yeah, so I want to ask you, what is your mission?
1: I guess like my, my personal mission, like for my own happiness was always to be able, to share what I love and do what I love and have, have it always be different. Like I always want the opportunity to grow. I never want to have like, I think even the idea of like ever retiring or doing nothing, I think that's why working in a job where there was no growth. I think humans like to have something to work towards. So that's what I, whether I like end up writing on a book or booking a show or creating a product, I just always want to have something to build. I think that's important. And then my mission for like bigger message, I guess to people is just to share like how lovely and easy it is to live well and how it's just such, something that I think so many people should incorporate into their life. And it doesn't have to be this like intimidating, expensive. Like for example, I um, had a meeting this is like a year or two ago with my team when I was creating an online course and they were meeting in Hollywood. And for anyone who doesn't know, Hollywood can be a little gross. Like it's just, <laughs> it's not the nicest area. And they were like, hey, let's meet at Starbucks, um, which is like this gross Starbucks on a corner. And I was like,
0: friends, don't let friends go to Starbucks. Thank you. (laughs) That's my
1: rule. (laughs) I was like, you guys, can you walk an extra block to the dream hotel and let's go to the rooftop? It was like an 80 degree day. And I'm like, let's just sit there and get an iced tea. And I'm like, that's just like a silly example. But it's like, make the little extra effort to just enjoy your life a little more to make it a little more like like luxurious or nice or like self care i literally would take an extra 12 to 13 minute drive to the pharmacy every day because i wanted to drive down sunset and i didn't want to take the 10 freeway because it's an ugly freeway and i'm like <laughs> i think people i think people should put that effort into making their life more enjoyable pleasant and yep. like like your like your drink you created it's just so beautifully curated and even like the presentation like that stuff matters so i like sharing that message and being like you can live lux on a budget you know it's all about like what makes you feel good
0: yeah, I thank you for that. I get that completely, right? Your platform of just of of making it easier mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and people knowing that it's possible to have something beautiful, but that's also healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what we were trying to do with Dewdrop, really. It's because like I, so I got introduced to adaptogens mm-hmm. and I was really, I would eat, eat them every morning or take them, I guess, because I, I, yep. I don't like taking pills. For me, um, and I'm sure you're in pharmacy, sometimes taking pills makes me think that maybe I'm sick, you know, or it doesn't make me feel I, like I don't I'm even really healthy.
1: Like, I take some vitamins and even that I hate swallowing them, even just the mm-hmm. physical activity, it's just not pleasant. So I get you on that.
0: Yeah, I have, like, it's just not something that I enjoy and it doesn't make me feel like I'm doing the best for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I started taking adaptogens, they really worked. Like they, it was, it was really incredible. But the taste was just something that I was like, okay, if I'm struggling with this, but I need to do it and I want to do it, I can't imagine people who aren't at that same point where like I really needed a change. I really needed to focus on my health. But for people who are, are not there, you know, at the breaking point, um, how is, how is it going to be for them when they try these adaptogens? It's not very delicious. It's like mostly mud and water, (laughs) you know? It tastes very like bitter earthy.
1: Yeah, it just tastes like
0: ground. And it was like, okay, so how do we make this so that even a person who is just trying to trying adaptogens in passing, like how do we make it something enjoyable for them?
1: I think what's so cool about adaptogens is like, they don't alter a specific thing. They just alter like your response to stress, which is so broad, Mm -hmm. but in a good way. And like your response to stress can be physical, emotional, like there's so many things. So I just love that like balancing aspect to it. And I remember I saw an Ayurvedic doctor two years ago and um, my thyroid's always been a little bit like uh, low. And she wanted me to take ashwagandha like a teaspoon like twice a day. And she even was like, you need to tell your doctor because if you're taking thyroid medicine, like it's so strong, it can actually interact. And I just remember thinking, it's so cool that like you could take this like herb Grounded up for me fresh, so she gave it to me this like bag. It was very like cool. It was so cool, and like I took it every day. So I just think like they're so powerful that I like to share it.
0: Yeah, I mean, how do we introduce a person to an adaptogen?
1: I guess just really knowing that it's a great way to kind of balance things out. Like if you feel like maybe you have a little bit of hormonal imbalance, if you feel. Um, it could even be, and the thing is hormones can affect so much that it could really fall into any category if you're not getting enough sleep. If you're moody, like some women with, with PMS symptoms have amazing responses on adaptogens. So just kind of trying it out, incorporating it. I guess you could dig a little bit deeper and be like, you know, what's maca necessarily better for? A lot of people say maca helps with your libido. I've never like necessarily known that to happen, but... <laughs> I guess just like trying them out, but I guess it can be hard because it does seem a little intimidating because the taste is weird. No one really knows what to add them into. So
0: it's interesting that we're in the time we're at right now where there's this global pandemic and everyone's just kind of focusing on themselves and also how to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. I think everyone's just getting real with what their health habits are. Um, Yeah. You know, um, especially when you're just, when you don't know like how you, if you might be affected by coronavirus, right? And so it's really, it's, just, it's really interesting to have started a company like this during and, and have it live through this particular moment. Health is on the forefront of everyone's minds, um, and a lot of people don't even understand, but you're right, like stress has so much um, weight on how your body acts. And so like from your perspective, you know, what are the things and like basically like I, I think a lot of women just don't know that a lot of their health issues could be related to their hormones and their stress levels. What do you do for your own stress levels and how has that worked for you?
1: You know, it kind of depends on like the situation and what I'm feeling. I know that whenever I'm feeling a little off, like it sounds cliche, but as soon as I like exercise, I mean, the endorphins immediately make me feel so much better. It's like an instant, like happy feeling. It's actually really wild. So that always helps me. Just being on like a healthy routine helps me when I get a little bit, you know, it almost is kind of like a cycle if you're like feeling a little lazy then you eat unhealthy then you kind of feel worse about yourself and it just kind of keeps going so that helps um i'm the most positive when i'm productive mm-hmm. if i'm like i just thrive off of the energy like even today has just been like go 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 like one thing after the other but it makes me more energized that that helps me stay like a little less stressed than like doing less that will help and i think honestly just like eating well like living well like treating your body well I will say that sometimes if I'm really having an off day, it's best for me to just kind of like feel it and let it be because there's been times that I've tried to like force it. Like I'm just going to go to a Pilates class. I'm just going to go see a friend. And I can't, I can't, you can see all over my face that I'm feeling something. I'm not good at like poker face and I just end up not being productive. So when I'm just like kind of honor it and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to like literally stay in bed and kind of like work on my phone and just maybe watch a movie and take a little bit of time off the next day I come back like better than
0: ever. Yeah. There's this book. Um, Have you ever read anything by Emily Nagoski? No. She wrote that book, Come As You Are, and it's about female uh, sexuality, but Mm -hmm. from a very, it's it's a great perspective. And she also is now studying. So like we were saying, like stress responses. Um, And exactly what you're saying is that a lot of times, especially women, we don't realize that there is a stress response and that there's an entire cycle that we have to go through um, once we're stressed. Uh, and oh. so like when, when you like so basically her entire thing is there is an entire cycle and you have to kind of um, basically turn it off at some point from a physical perspective that the stress cycle needs to be calmed down because the idea behind feeling stress is it goes back to like primal habits where if we were stressed out, it was probably because we were under attack. And so she's like, you have to calm your body down enough. To know that it's not under attack and that's how you release the stress you know like
1: that makes so much sense even like two days ago i was having like a bit of an off day for whatever Mm -hmm. reason and and there was just a moment like around it was like five o'clock and then i got like something made me like happy and it was like an instant like wow i feel better now yeah and like whatever that release was maybe i was like excited about something that just happened or i just got over it the the rest of my night was better that totally
0: Oh, I'll send you, I'll send you the book. And she also has a podcast. That's really good. Um, but it's, it's really like, I, I for me, that. when I learned about that, I was like, oh, this is the key to everything, you know? Cause, cause and you,
1: you can kind of like, you yeah. almost like, no, okay, there's an end. I just got to get to it. Let me just get to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It almost gives right. you like hope through it too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it is a cycle, you know, like, it's not like you're not going to have stress in your life. It's about mm-hmm. managing it in any way you can. I mean, that's what led me to doing what I'm doing now. It's like I was living a stressful life and I didn't know about these things, you know, it sounds yeah. like it's just going to be like this forever, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, but luckily it isn't like this. It's, it's, it's just, it's being really mindful about how you take care of your body. It's just, I think, I think as women too, I don't think we realize how much our bodies need to stay it, you know healthy for our brains to work
1: people forget yeah. like this is not like separate this is not separate like it's all one thing like yeah. even our forces, there's like energy forces so like there's everything is connected and people are starting to realize that a little bit more now
0: yeah i mean the word holistic used to sound like something just granola people would do and
1: oh, everyone's becoming so woo woo i
0: mean it like it's lovely starts in la it it. and then it kind of like trickles back. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right were you always healthy you know, so you went into a health profession, were you yeah. always healthy? And what was the one thing that really changed your like turned your health around, if so, if or if not?
1: I had I had an exact moment actually. We eat a lot of fruit and like veggies mm. in my culture. So I definitely grew up with a taste for that. My mom would bring me like fruit plates every night. So I loved fresh food as it was, but I definitely was like, you know, I mean, God, I would eat a whole bag of Doritos in the library studying, like I was wasn't that healthy. Oh <laughs> but um My last year of college, I was on external rotations and that the workload was a little bit off. So basically we were just every six weeks, we had a different work environment. So it was like us training for work. So I didn't have exams and I was like free. And I remember telling my roommate, I was like, let's join a gym because I was Mm -hmm. athletic in high school, like sports, like soccer, whatever, track and field. But I didn't work out all through college. I hated the gym and I'm naturally smaller frame, but I definitely wasn't as fit at all and Mm -hmm. so we joined this like gym We had this apartment in boston and we joined this like cute little gym down the street and i tried a cardio kickboxing class for the first time Mm -hmm. and like completely fell in love and i was it was so fun it was like dance cardio kickbox and i remember being like it was september and i was like okay i'm really gonna try to get in shape like that was my goal that class just like was so fun that i became obsessed with learning how to eat healthy and exercise and then Right after that, I graduated and got to LA and then I was just surrounded in the West Hollywood kind of culture of like, everyone's just like talking about juice, getting a smoothie, talking about cleanses. And like, there's so much around you that I think the combination of pharmacy school, that one class and then LA all kind of just was like, okay, this is like what I love.
0: Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I guess when you're starting to have healthier habits, the hardest part is, is it enjoyable?
1: Right. For anyone who hates working out, like they have to find something they love because you're never going to want to do it. It has to be. And then like, you know, and of course there's days where you're like not in the mood, but like you've got to get excited about something.
0: I wasn't particularly healthy. I I think that I personally feel like I'm still at the beginning of my health kick, you know, just Mm -hmm. learning about how to be healthier. And like you said way earlier, um, it's until you know how it works, you don't really know why you need to do these things, you know? So like a lot of people know they have to eat fruits and vegetables. They don't exactly know why. How would you explain that to somebody just getting started?
1: I mean, just to understand that like, I'm so big on clean eating. And I mean, my health journey has changed so much. When I first started, it was very like, you can make a grilled cheese for under 80 calories. Like I'd get cheese that was like 25 calorie sliced cheese and like bread that was 10 calories. I wasn't looking at like the ingredients. It was just calorie, calorie. That's all I knew. So I have like evolved and learned and like, you know, how it's really just about eating clean. But for someone who went to pharmacy school, studied disease state management, and like we learned how to diagnose pre like, first-line therapy, second-line therapy for everything. Diet is always like the number one, like diet and lifestyle modification was always the number one treatment for everything. And it was like the first thing everyone should try to shift. And like literally eating fruits and vegetables can lower your blood pressure and can lower your cholesterol. Like people don't realize how important it is to just, it's not, I think people associate health with like what should not I eat but it's so much of like what you have to add in and that's such a different mindset and you if you like learn to like even just now for lunch I made a little wrap and I added in like a handful of fresh sprouts and a few like fresh mint leaves and like a little avocado like you've got to add in all this like amazing food that we have available to us that's like whole and real and that's such a huge part of health
0: yeah especially as like you get more knowledgeable about health and especially nutrition
1: Adding cinnamon to your food can help regulate your blood sugar. You've got to know what to add. And then it's like this amazing flavor that adds like a little sweetness to your coffee. Like there's so many fun things you can do that really make a difference.
0: For us, that was like super exciting about it was finding out which different ingredients have different properties. Like they're actually all, a lot of them are super magical. A lot of them have a re- like really oh, good yeah. studies too.
1: It's, yeah. and it's kind of like, it makes you not to get like too like granola-y because I'm, it's funny because I'm like so big on wellness, but I don't love like the the granola aspect you know what I mean like I don't exactly. think I, do
0: I exactly like you said I want I, I like my nice things and <laughs> like so, I'm so healthy and like
1: my nice things i'm good at both. yeah it's kind of amazing to see like what just like nature has to offer you like plant-based food like everything has its own benefits and like there's so much you can get from it and I think it makes people who eat plant-based like get excited because like every vegetable is so good for you and like you're doing there's something about like when you're eating, knowing that it's doing so much good for you that makes you happy. Like there's like mm-hmm. a different feeling and like taking a bite into like a big burger or something. Yeah, definitely. Of course, like there's a satisfaction to like a junk food, but there's a difference when you're eating healthy.
0: Right. It's funny because then you realize these comfort foods, these junk foods that we have been kind of program to turn to, they're also built to be addictive, you know? Yeah.
1: Um, Some of the ingredients yeah. they put in, like, they'll put in that natural flavor that is meant to make you, like, go back for it. It's why certain foods have, like, a distinct taste. You know, like, what is this?
0: With our food scientist, we really we're we're just so amazed at all of the different products that'll have oh, I would, natural I mean, flavors or flavorings it's like you know what have you ever had whole fruit juice like they actually taste like this you know or does,
1: does your yeah. scientist tell you what the natural flavors can entail
0: yeah it's if you, you want to talk to us about it i feel like people should know
1: <laughs> i mean i i actually learned from food babe but like a very common natural ingredient is a, the, from comes from the anal glands of animals I don't know yeah. what else you learn. learned. That's, that's super common, right?
0: A lot of that. And especially when it comes to fragrance, cause like basically I think we've been conditioned to want our flavors to taste how they like exactly a perfect look, you know, like we want it to taste like what we think the perfect cherry looks like, right? Exactly. Like, it should be red uh, and it should smell yeah. like cherry and it
1: should taste like cherry. Exactly.
0: And it's not like that actually, when you take a cherry or macerate it, it's not, it doesn't stay pink. And so, and so that's, what's crazy about like even things that say they're healthy, right? Um, even foods and especially beverages that say they're healthy, they'll have colorings and it'll, or they'll have like additives like that, that are considered technically natural, but not actually nutritious. Um, and,
1: and isn't it funny that the word natural is the most overused, unregulated word in the world. Like, Basically, anything that resides on the earth, literally, can be called natural. I think if you look, I'm actually, not even trying to be cute, like it's that's true. So it's like, okay, what what is natural? Like any animal part, any anything is technically natural. So people just have to. That's one of my biggest things. Like I'd say one rule that I have 80 90 percent of the time. I try so hard not to eat anything that says natural flavors because it freaks me out because I don't know what's in it. I'd rather have. Sugar, the natural flavors. At yep, least that's I
0: a big it. one. That is such a big one too. It's like I actually rather have natural sugars. Exactly, I'd rather naturally have occurring sugars, not the kind where you added it in. Because I, I just think that people don't quite get that either. I, it's totally coming. It comes down to the chemical level, right? Where it's mm-hmm. chemistry. It's like, hey, um, sugar is. There's different molecules. There are different like. There's you know. There's different ways to talk about sugar, or different ways that yeah. they put sugar on these labels. And at the, at the end of the day, it's not that there are, like, it's just, it's healthier to have certain types of sugars in certain ways. I even learned, uh, like,
1: this is kind of like where you evolve in health. Like, I love this. Have you ever had Zevias or, like, healthy sodas?
0: <laughs> of course. We've had, we literally have tried all of them.
1: <laughs> and they taste so good. And I love them. But then, like, realize they have natural flavors. And I'm like, I actually reached out to the brand. And I was like, can you tell me what they are? And they were like, well, we can't legally. And I was like, they won't tell me. So Spindrift, I did literally DM them. So Spindrift, have you seen that one?
0: Yeah, it's that's a big like, one.
1: It's big, yeah. It's got like fruit juice in it and it probably has like six grams of sugar for the whole can, whereas Zevia doesn't. But I'm at a point now where I'm like, I'll take the fruit juice over like what I don't know is going to go into it. I don't want to see like any weird ingredient that I don't know about.
0: When we were producing this, we would go to the facility obviously they make tons of different beverages in these labs basically. And the scent of energy drink was so strong. And it's so interesting. You can smell it from outside and you're just like, but what is that flavor?
1: I know what you mean. There's like a distinct yeah. something the energy drink. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you want, we can have another, we can have a follow-up. You can talk to Nicole. Oh my God. I would love that. Yeah. So, cool. so she's our food scientist. She actually, so from a very scientific level, we could be like, so why do these ingredients work together? How do we turn down the acidity? How do we make it taste like this? naturally without having to use artificial flavors a lot of people told us like you should use artificial or you should use natural flavors they're still they're still based off of natural things but why would we do that if we can get fresh fruit juice or if we can get you know fruit purees is it more expensive i mean it is it is just it is more expensive but at the end of the day like as a person who cares about this stuff and also like you you know one ingredient could actually have a ton of ingredients in it um and that's where things don't i I think that's scary yeah. For me, it's really deceptive. Um, and I don't, I don't like that. Um, and I, I'm realizing that in a lot of the different drinks, especially like in the drink world, it's just rampant. That's yeah.
1: so appreciated as a consumer. I mean, even when you guys reached out to me, I had to get an ingredient list. Like, and, mm-hmm. and, I, and then I was like, okay, I like this. And like, I do that with, you know, I just, I want to make sure I know what's going into like whatever, especially what I'm going to like talk about, recommend, consume myself.
0: Mm-hmm. It's funny because I mean it's it could be so simple, but I think especially in the manufacturing world, like it's not simple that they want it's cheaper, and that comes at the price of our health. It's such a big risk to take, actually. It is,
1: and yeah. like I just tell people, like the reason why you know there's certain brands, like now there's there's like a handful of amazing brands that I just love because I can trust you guys for Sigmatic. Like I just know that the, the founder behind it cares about the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Oh. But when you're going out to eat, like the job of the restaurant is to make it taste good and mm-hmm. sell you the food. It's not their their job is not to make it healthy for you. So even if you're getting a vegetarian lasagna, they're probably using an oil that's not great for you, but this is gonna taste better or whatever. That's faster. So it's mm-hmm. almost why I encourage people. It's always gonna be healthier to like let's say make your own food at home because you just don't mm-hmm. know. And like most people with drinks, it's like what's the cheapest? What's gonna taste the best? That's the concern.
0: Right. And that's why it's hard for it's really hard for companies like ours and brands that do care about how to keep the quality up. Like it is actually a harder road for us because we will compromise and it's costly to do so. Yeah. Um, Everybody has Google. We could all find out what's in our drinks. But I think a lot of people are so trusting that it doesn't even matter sometimes. Like until you get to where we are, where it's like, I'm going to ask some questions here. And why can't you tell me what's in it? You know, and why, why does it need to be a secret? Like it's actually something that I'm going to take into my body. Just being in food service, right? That's something that we always have to think about where it's like somebody else is going to eat this and how will that affect them? How will that nourish them? Will it nourish them? Like that's something that is a huge responsibility. Oh, um, true. Like mm-hmm. I I think about that. Like
1: whenever someone, literally someone, if someone DMs me and they're like, I bought this because of you, it's an instant. like, oh, well, like, thank God I, I, I so stand behind everything I recommend. It's like an instant responsibility. Like I hope they like it. I hope it totally. works for them, like, you know? So I, I. Creating a product, I can totally understand that.
0: So, what's next for you? What are you working on? What are you excited um, about?
1: I'm really excited about my TikTok. I create a lot of content on there, like the most. So, I'm having a lot of fun with that. Um, it's the, <laughs> the panel channel, Dr. Van. I really like that. Um, it's fun because it's kind of an older audience, but also still younger, and it's really cute to like interact with like 15, 18 year olds and like teach them little things. So that's fun. Yeah. Just, I, I'm actually about to launch. I don't know when you're going to put this live, but I'm relaunching my website and it's going to be so much better because I'm like really doing a nice shop page of like exactly why I recommend everything and like easy links so that I'm excited about that too.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this with us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, thank you for listening. You can find Dr. Mona Vand as at D-R-M-O-N-A-V-A-N-D on Instagram and YouTube. We hope our first episode was informative and entertaining. We'll be posting a new podcast for you every week. Stay well and stay fresh. Talk soon.